Listener Production. A massive edition of the Footy Talk podcast. Brendan Favola and Abby Holmes in studio. We get to the bottom of why Fev was running around pies training yesterday in a Brisbane top. He'll also tell us about the time he got called Buckethead. Abby Holmes talking Brownlow medals. Plus, we'll cast an eye forward to the massive clash this weekend. Coming up next on the Footy Talk podcast. Footy Talk time for your Wednesday, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. As I look to my left, the wonderful, the magnificent Abby <laughs> Holmes, welcome. Hello, it's great to be here. Uh, grand final week in full swing, the sun is shining Ooh, yeah. and Melbourne is absolutely pumping. What have we got, three more sleeps till grand final day? Yeah, three more sleeps, Ooh, I cannot wait. If I have wait. another cash, it might only be one. And then I look across the desk, a man who is a Brisbane Lions great Superstar. as they make their way into the final Legend. and the grand final this weekend, Mr. Brendan Favola. Morning, guys. It was interesting because normally when grand final week, when I drive in, I drive in with my armor guard truck because yep. cash is galore and then there was two other armor guard trucks mm. and then I've walked into this studio <laughs> and the, the cashy queen and the cashy king you you blokes are everywhere yeah well Abby isn't a bloke but we us guys are everywhere yeah the, oh, you say blokes mate yeah. chicks I'm one of the boys days. aren't I mate we're just I'm covering all bases good cover all the now, bases Abs, you're everywhere Dale you're everywhere literally just fill the pockets this weekend Mate, Abby's going so well at the minute she had a luncheon yesterday oh, and mate. then was planning on going home she got a a call up to do another cashie she didn't even know about that night. That's Mate, just a win. My day yesterday, carbine lunch, hosted that. Excited. My mindset, right? 4 p.m., I'm getting to the couch and I'm not moving for 24 hours. Like it had been and a big week. 5,000 one come across the table <laughs> and she said, I'll be there in five. Hawthorne <laughs> 2013 Premiership reunion, oh, if wow. you don't mind. So funny. I'm, I'm at this luncheon. Daniel Harford, their, oh, MC, their MC for the evening. Called in sick, the poor guy. Oh, no. So, flat. Yeah. Probably needs it too. Got the arts from Carlton. <laughs> yes. So they were left in the lurch and good old Holmesy stepped up to yeah. the plate. And what a night it was. The 2013 Premiership. They've got a very busy couple of years yeah. coming up, Hawthorne, with their reunions and um, and whatnot over the next couple of years. But um, it was good fun. Brent Guerra, as you can imagine, the goo. Goo. on the mic. He's he... actually looking better than what he did when he played, Goo. <laughs> yes. That's because he's taken the possum off yeah. his head. Yeah. He has. He's just embraced it <laughs> he now. Has. He's embraced it as an either baldness. Um, I saw him down in Rye. Over, I know, down the peninsula at a, at a winery over the summer last yeah. year, and he come up and said g'day, and I literally didn't recognise him. Mm. He's a, not a bad looking rooster. He, he should have embraced the ball mate, years ago. Because I used to just think he was this little fat little wombat that used to run around. <laughs> and I go, mate, you're looking good. No, he's a good looking rooster, isn't he? But um, yeah, he got on the mic singing the old horses. He loves that. How song. was the night? Was there lots there? Did they get the turnout? Obviously, a talking point was Cyril Rioli. If he was going to come he back, did he make the trip back? He didn't. No, and nobody in the room, and of course, no Jack Gunston, who is up in Brisbane uh, for a very worthy reason not yep. to be there. No, but but um, no, Hodgie was there, obviously the Premiership captain in that 2013 year. An amazing, amazing vibe. The boys were up and about. They had pre-drinks before the pre-drinks, of mm, course. Yeah, that's and always then, smart. Well, and Hodgie played Ryan. it well because he took the kids. You know, you always got to get credits yep. when you've got a wife. Took yep. the kids to the Melbourne show he during did. the day. Ah, nice. Said, see you in a few more days. And do you know what I love about that is that Loz, his beautiful wife, uh, they, the women, the the partners, the girlfriends um, had a premiership reunion of their own on the Saturday did night. They? That's awesome. That's good. Lozzie, Lozzie got absolutely um, polaxed, responsibly. She couldn't go to the show with the kids, so Hodgie stepped up <laughs> yeah. and uh, ended up taking credits. them himself. He's got credits. He's got credits. 
what about Hodgie? There's a story going around about him giving one of the most famous <laughs> three-quarter time or half-time speeches in a grand final, but for all the wrong reasons. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. When I found out I had this hosting gig in two hours' time, I sent an SOS message to Hodgie um, and he rang me straight back and he said, what can I do? And I, I just asked for a, a few little pointers on, on what I could chat to the fellas about on the panels. And um, Hodgie apparently half-time. 2013 grand final against Brisbane, he goes to, you know, um, Sam Mitchell and some of the other leaders and say, what do I do here? Um, You know, how do I kind of get the boys up and about for a big second half? And Mitch said to him, Hodgie, just just relay to the fellas, don't worry, a free man will come at us. We're four goals up. If they kick the first, you know, two or three, we've just got to, you know, stay in the game and um, we'll be right. Anyway, this somehow translated to Hodgie coming out and saying, boys, I hope that Fremantle kick the first full, you know, three or four (laughs) goals in the second half. And apparently Isaac Smith, all of them have just like, Looked at him, are you, are you serious? You're a skipper. You meant to say, I hope we kick the first three. Um, but no, some amazing stories, of course. Izzy well, it worked. Ki- Izzy kicking that ripping goal in the yeah. fourth quarter back in 2013 and, and Hodgie telling him to stop carrying on like a peanut and head down. And um, yeah, just the heat of the battle stuff from Luke Hodge is what you'd love to hear about. Absolutely. He and the lack of inspiration coming from that speech. I remember when he, sure, I think I've told this once, came in at three-quarter time, was upset at the mids about not spreading. And he addressed the group. He was going mad. And he goes, we need you to start spreading from the sausages. <laughs> Instead of the stoppages. He obviously had something else on you his smell mind. smell him in the crowd. Um, Fab, you had a big day yesterday too. We see that you were down at Collingwood training. I did, but it won't be as big as today because today – Are you going uh, back uh, for more? No, I'm really nervous today because today uh, the AFL announced uh, who's going to hand out the Premiership Cup. Uh, and being a Brisbane great, um, hang on, I th- it, uh, and I reckon you might be. It could oh, be us too. Oh I, I could be given the cup oh because there's goodness. no other players. Like, there's like Brownie, Blackie, Acker, yeah, all those blokes that played mm. in the but three or four grand but, finals. Yeah. Who they cared about? Yeah. Like, I would put bums on seats. Correct, and you <laughs> I, got I, sacked in rehab. So I, without a lawsuit yeah, coming, this could be I the think, makeup. I think I, I've already sent the letter threatening yep. to sue them. Good, and if I don't get this opportunity because I didn't get a lap of honour. They wouldn't let me do a lap of honour when I retired. Mm. I didn't get to do the Coleman when in 2009 after the Brown. I didn't get to do my lap of honour. This is my moment. This, this could be I think time. I'm, I think I'm back on the G. I t- oh, and what <laughs> on the hello turf. Too. And then I'll rip the jumper off and put, have a cart one underneath. No, I did have a big day yesterday. <laughs> I got dead on my uh, radio show, Abs, mm-hmm. uh, Fifi. Is that going all right, the radio Fever show? Ah, oh, it's going well, mate. We're just sitting at the top, which oh, is good. Okay. Um, yeah, it's tough at the top. <laughs> it is hard to get there, but it's pretty quick to get shot back down. So yeah. when the next ratings go, <laughs> we'll probably be shot back down. No, she dared me to go because I've been doing street talk. I've brought back footy street talk love that. through yeah. the finals because everyone's favourite segment on the footy segment. show was yep. the. Oh, has it been done before? Yeah, <laughs> it's called the footy show. Yeah. Uh, street talk. So uh, we thought we'd bring about the first week of finals because Carlton were in up and about. And then uh, Sam Newman rang in uh, during the week Ooh. and said, You've stolen my segment. Oh. So uh, me being a smart man, I invite. Sam to do street talk with me the next week and he said okay Brennan I'll do it and he was only three days post-surgery on his shoulder so he was cooked the old boy so he's having a good time so he went down Carlisle Street did it with him and then I thought it was over because the Blues got beat on the weekend and uh, we're no longer in the grand final no but Fee uh, being the wonderful radio content machine she is dared me to go to Collingwood training yesterday uh, nine o'clock so I left the show early at quarter to nine and I had to dress up in Brisbane kit Ooh. and go through all the ferals. That's brave. 
It was. It went well. I thought actually weren't too bad, the Collingwood supporters. A little 12-year-old kid came up to me and told me to piss off and go home. Um, <laughs> he did. We played that on air this morning. Or he'd get his younger um, brother to belt There's a lot of nuff. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange because there's a lot of nuffies. Uh, a lot Some of strong nuffs. feedback. A lot of nuffies. Yeah. And I'm enough. So mm-hmm. it was nuff on nuff. Yeah. And uh, the audio each wasn't other great. Out? Do you cancel each other out? Yeah. The, the audio wasn't great, mate. That just really, really <laughs> go through about 45 minutes of audio to play about two minutes and they just got there. No, but it was fun down there. What a vibe. Jeez, the, Col- yeah. the, the Collingwood Army. God, good luck on the weekend, on the weekend. Brisbane trying to outnumber them. You got some strong feedback online. We'll I put did, some of it up I on did. our socials. Uh, abs, I um, – <laughs> The internet's undefeated in mm. this regard. It's gone nuts, let's be honest. Uh, someone took uh, – Pap took a photo and it got released yesterday um, of me wearing the jumper. Now, it was one of uh, – Will, uh, who works at Triple M here at, uh, at the SCA building, He's a, he's a Brisbane nuffy, oh. so he had all his Brisbane kid here. So I've worn his Charlie Cameron jumper, and it's real small. Yeah. And I'm real fat, um, <laughs> and it didn't quite fit. <laughs> and it's, she's real tight. So they've taken the, probably the, – I had a beanie on, and I took my tooth out because I've got a, got a false tooth. Oh. So mm. I took that out. <laughs> I took I took I that out just so I could fit. just so I could get involved with the Collingwood supporters because you know that the old gag they got no teeth so yeah. I thought this would be one way they'll fall in love with me a little bit and Jesus Christ the picture they got of me on the on the, on the oh god it's not well I put it up on our Carlton WhatsApp we've got a uh, pretty famous sort of group in our WhatsApp and um, Dave Hughes had, someone had put it on and Dave Hughes the great comedian. Um, he said, mate, this is the worst Photoshop photo ever. And I had to write underneath, <laughs> it's not Photoshopped, it's real. But I was getting called fatty. The Collingwood players won't be uh, at the MCG on Saturday. Breaking news, Fev ate them all. Um, Fev's been eaten pot, been stunned by a bee, and someone wrote underneath it, not one but a million. Um, it, it was Your someone blood said type I is like, not O positive, it's bolognese. Yeah, <laughs> that my, was yeah a the bolognese. Someone said oh. I look like a, a 10 day straight Mick Malloy. Um, <laughs> mate, should have seen something, mate. I was Does getting any butchered. of it offend you? Every no, oh, you no. Well. even the Wiggles commented. Oh, no, the bloody Wiggles. What did the Wiggles The Wiggles have to just say? put big fat eyes. <laughs> Wiggles. Come on. Anyway, it was fun down there and, um, it, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good segment. It went well, so. Team, did we all watch the Brownlow on Monday night? Oh, yes. Yeah, I did. You did? I we was, were in I the was room, on Lockie Neal at 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gamble responsibly, of course. Uh, you you just... had to watch it. You were in the room. Well, I was in the room with you, actually. Yes. But uh, what an incredible count came down to, of course, the last oh. game, the last round in, in round 24. Lockie Neal polling three votes to take him to 31 to leapfrog the Bont. You've got to feel for Marcus Bont and Pelly on 29 votes. And then Nick Dacos, 28 Jeez, votes. Stiff, Third spot. We know that he missed out on that those final three games, but what an unbelievable count and a very big congratulations to Lockie Neal, who is, of course, heading into one of the biggest weeks of his life. Do we buy into the fact that the umpires constantly get it wrong? Oh, um, well, so do we. Yeah, well, and, and I said this uh, to someone post who was having a go at the umpires. I said, uh, often in the special chairs comment, Row two, as good a view of the game as you can see, but if it's a close game and you don't really have time to take in who's actually playing well, you're just watching. Mm. It's hard to come up with who's actually the better player at the end of the game. How do we get it? Because we look at stats and you guys commentate and you see, but I – so my theory, so I backlocking Neil, didn't have the best season of any player that was up there in the top five, probably the least out of the top five. But my theory was, so I thought to myself now – Brisbane won a lot of games. They won every game at home. 
I looked at clearances, number one. In the comp. In the comp of clearances. Where are the umpires? Next to the clearances. Right next to the clearances. Right at the Colfax. They're in the clinches. Dacos, and that, he gets him outside and everyone's cheering and they're running. Like the umpires are running, so they're concentrating on something else. When the ball's bounce and it's a clearance, the umpires aren't moving, so they can see mm. exactly what goes on. And I'm thinking, and forwards don't get anything. They get the Coleman, so that's not, forwards mm. don't get anything. And, you know, you see, I think I kicked nine goals against Richmond one day and didn't get a vote. Kicked eight, seven against Collingwood, didn't get a vote. Easy best on ground. 15 shots on goal, didn't get a vote. Errol Goulden had I, 42 and two and got one. And got one vote. I kicked and the nine backman, in a grand final and didn't get BOG. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. There, there you go. Um, and backmen just get nothing because they're, they're forwards that can't <laughs> play, so they're so. useless. Yeah. Um, so it is a midfielder's count and he piles so well all the time. So and, and the Bulldogs didn't win enough game for the Bont to win. If they won two or three more games, he wins yeah. it easy. Yeah. So that was my theory unlocking you. He's well deserved. He, he did have a good year. He but did, not yeah. as good as what his last see he was pipped last year when Carlton um, got the lawyer gave him a bit of cash on the table and he got three votes against Collingwood. He would have won Lockie Neal because right. Cripps got that three votes yeah, in the last, last game, yeah. so it pipped him. But I was watching the, the odds because I was at a function at the MCG and um, your, your, your points bet. Yep. I'm Bet Nation ambassador, gamble responsibly, but on the sports bet ad, um, that he was 15 bucks. And then mm. after round five, he went into six. After round eight, he was $2. And then still with three rounds to go, he was four behind. Yep. Lock you knew, and he was a dollar fifteen. I'm thinking he has to win. Has they to know. Yeah. They have to know. The algorithm knows. The algorithm oh, undefeated like the internet. Everyone else knows. Gills well, I don't know how Gill reads it. Oh, the first suspense. Gold Coast versus Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the games that don't matter. <laughs> Brisbane versus – and he just really drags it out. So I knew, you just knew he was going to win. It was his last one as well, so yeah. he really yeah, he handed really it up. really handed up. Dad Thomas, night. did you get three votes at the after party? I didn't. No. I did. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> you got three, two, and, and, two, and, and one. one. Correct. <laughs> and zero. And, then, and sacked. <laughs> and got booted off a network. <laughs> Which, no, no, I didn't, I didn't quite get uh, that caught up. I had to keep it pretty tame. So mm. we did lots of recording throughout the day and then did Mark and Goal of the Year, which came on about three quarters of the way through mm. it. So yeah. I reckon I got my first beer in about 9.30. Mm. Yeah, oh, God, was... yeah, pre-drinks. I did see the Who Got the Votes for before the Brownlow started. Yes. Uh, I was watching um, some clips on Instagram. And there was two people in a hotel room yes. in, a, in a robe and mm. and they were doing little TikTok dances. Yeah, no, that was – And Ab's got the three votes. So I was watching th- you guys. You, you, and you you really bailed out. Oh, I you did. Left, you left yeah. her hanging. No, uh, Ab's, I was quite Ab's disappointed. Was covering it. No, so, you and got then a bit little Ryan Daniels that we brought along. No, I just – He's the best. He's but a, I, I, was re- I was performing very, very well, I thought. I loved um, the energy. Looked More to energy. my right, and we made Ryan Daniels yeah. dance, much to his disgust. I tried to get him to dance live on television. Is that the dude that plays for GWS? No. No, that's um, Brent Daniels. Oh. Yeah. And then you, I looked to my left, and you were gone. No. I was done. I was you exhausted from feeding you grapes and yeah. pouring you champagne from I was disappointed in, in you. You did a very good job, Thank Abs. You. I was very impressed. It was a good morning. I can be better. There's no <laughs> doubting that. Yeah. Uh, still on the brown low, anyone you would have liked to have seen? Oh, Bont, I think. The Bont you Forever were... a bridesmaid, never a bride. Mm. And and he's been unbelievable for the last, what, three or four years? Um, 2021 runner-up as well. Um, so he's been runner-up on a number of occasions but just hasn't quite got there. Surely he just hates it. Yeah. Like imagine going in every year as the favourite and I talked about and then just missing. We wouldn't know. 
Uh, no, yeah. that's right. And I couldn't give a stuff who won as long as whoever you pun on wins. That's, How's that's, Errol Gordon as well? Mate, what a great year. What an incredible yeah. year for the young fella. I've got a crush on Errol. Yeah, yeah. third season. The Sydney Swans boys were having a bloody good time as well. So was Millsy. Yeah, well, have you, oh, you <laughs> should we seen t- the, you want to touch on that now? You should have seen the Carlton mob. Oh, mate, oh, well, they fresh that off. would have been, yeah, when Doherty was up there having a chat, he's losing his voice, but they, obviously that's understandable. <laughs> have you issued an official apology? To who? To every player that has has to has had to have attended the Brownlow after you. Yeah, because the Favola rule is uh, being initiated where you can only have a certain amount of drinks at the table at a certain amount of time. Because yeah. back in the old days, Abs, that table was like a damn Murphy's. There yeah. was alcohol everywhere and they just top it up yep. and you just it's a free-for-all and you just go nuts. And then uh, I do cop messages. I cop messages uh, on Monday night. I, every year I cop messages and the messages always read, you prick. Yeah. We're that thirsty because so. it's like one every hour or that, something Every like that. second oh. ad break they top yeah, your they beers Yeah, they top up, up your beers. <laughs> and when the ad I was, break... Hey, I, was having a, I was having a great time. I had, <laughs> I had endless beers. You, yes. you ruined it. you got to leave a legacy sometimes, Abs. <laughs> we will touch on Callum Mills because there yes. is a big story knocking around about the Sydney co-captain. We'll talk about that coming up next. Thank you for listening along to the Footy Talk Podcast for your Wednesday. Abby Holmes, Brendan Favola in studio. Do you want to do that one again? Nah, just a little bit of maybe the gaspers on Monday night got the better of me again there, but that's okay because we will push on. For anyone that hasn't come across this yet, and this stuff really, it's sort of right in my wheelhouse. I, Mm -hmm. I get a good giggle out of it. No one's too badly hurt in the sense of life and death, but the Sydney Swans co-captain, has left a mad Monday and has required surgery after a mishap oh and the boy. swans are not happy. Ah, they'll get over it. He has gone up in my estimation. He's <laughs> yeah. one of my favourites now. Yes. He literally, like, what a legend. It, so they lost, he was on us Saturday, Sunday and then rolled into Monday. Yeah. Had a bit of a wrestle with a teammate. Yeah. Imagine all the stuff that could have happened that didn't in our day Mad Mondays. Like, oh, you yeah. ruined Mad Mondays I, as well. I did do that, yeah. I did something in <laughs> Fed Square. But that, that wasn't me. That was the Herald Sun's fault from <laughs> taking a photo 800 metres away. Um, but anyway, Mad Mondays are fun. Probably the biggest thing you look forward to, especially when you played at the Blues between 2003 and 2009. Um, we're organising it about round five. Yeah. It's already in. The footy trip's already getting organised because we're zipping five and we're not playing finals. You just build up to it. It's just a time when you just have fun and you let your hair down and stuff happens there that just would never happen anywhere else. Anything apart from the ones we know about yourself that happened? Any injuries? Um, no, I, no, uh, uh, no, I got. I did get – I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, <laughs> I, get, I, get, I got a nickname called Buckethead. Buckethead. And that's from the Carlton boys uh, and the boys are on this footy trip now. We went to Hong Kong, Shanghai. Uh, yeah, no, we went to Macau. Uh, That's a went, bougie end-of-season trip. Yeah, we went to Macau, mate. Ooh, is that the, like, players, the casino rich. island? Go wherever you want. <laughs> is Macau the, the punting part of yeah, Hong Kong? Yeah, Macau's yep. the punting part. It's not part of China. Yeah. China don't like it. Right. Uh, so it's Macau. you got to get a boat. You get the boat over and you go into a beautiful hotel. And we went to this party. Uh, we went to a pool deck for just for about 11 o'clock drinks. 
and we in just the get in the morning, yep. yeah, 10 o'clock drinks or 11 o'clock drinks. And we're sitting there around the pool and it was strawberry daiquiri after strawberry daiquiri after strawberry daiquiri. And then about five o'clock, the barmaid come over because they loved it because we were like, we'll just 10 more, 10 more. <laughs> Every time they put one down because it takes a while for them to make it. Yeah. By the time they come back, we've drank them. And anyway, they said there's a big, uh, there's a band playing tonight, a big, a, a big a famous group playing. Right. Would you guys like a, a booth right in front of the pool deck? And you can get it because you've been here all day and we love you. We're like, bang, we're in, boys. Still in our shorts, no tops. All these people have come into this fancy little, like, uh, pool party mm. with all their, like, grouse kit on, oh, dresses and stuff. and glamour. And we, and we, uh, we look like we're, <laughs> Bali, we're in Bali and we're an absolute rabble. So anyway, we started getting these Coronas and the Coronas are in a bucket yep. with the ice to keep them cold. So we kept caught, uh, getting buckets. And me being an uh, uh, absolute moron on the piss, uh, I thought it'd be a wise idea to tip out all the ice once a bucket is and I stuck it on my head and started dancing to the um, to the tunes. And I slipped over all the ice, banged my head into the pool and knocked myself out cold. Oh, no. No, no, I'm out cold. So my tooth's fallen out, my fake tooth. It's fallen out. The paramedics have come and I'm out. Like I'm in all sorts of trouble. They've lifted me up and the boys are like, you need to go to the hospital, you need to go to the hospital. And I just grabbed another Corona skull to put the tooth back in and kept dancing and got the nickname Buckethead. <laughs> Buckethead, there you go. I, and if that bucket wasn't there, I probably could have been dead. Wow. That's what the paramedics the helmet said. helmet saved you. Sa- the bucket saved me because I hit the edge of the corner of the pool because I went straight back and bang, oh, and wow. the bucket had a massive big dent in it. <laughs> so it wouldn't fit me head now, so I'm lucky I was a bit skinnier. But, yeah, that's why I get Buckethead. Have you released a book? Yeah, I have, yeah. Was it a more serious one? Because I think you should just release one on all your good yarns of stuff-ups and near-death yeah, That'd go well, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Things not to do. <laughs> a how-to guide to keep your That's career going. That's a true going. story. Very funny. Abs, what about the AFLW? You're in that space. Do they still have Mad Mondays or footy trips? Or have they you also... seen their brown lows? Absolutely, you, the girls are, The girls are mad. Yeah, 100% we do. Mm. Um, my uh, mine were, Mitchell Street no, back not, in the day yes, for the Tars in Darwin. See, we are we are fellow Waratah yeah, football club yeah, people yeah, here. But no, my um, biggest end of season trip was just to Cairns, Gilligan's. Oh. The yeah, old, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We the went old to back. Cairns for a footy trip one year. It was fun. Hey? So good. Da- good. What's that bar where you can stand on the tables and your head heli- head nearly hits the roof? Well, we didn't leave Gilligan's yeah. for about oh, okay. for two days. It's a place you can't get kicked out of. Yeah. It is the best joint ever. I love <laughs> the fact that footy trips are coming back as well. Nathan Broad, who's often on the Footy Talk podcast, talks about he has to organise them and they mm-hmm. get big numbers. The Essendon boys, I know, still get big numbers. And for those people that don't really understand or never played footy and think it's just an end-of-season go-away and a piss-up, it is that, but also <laughs> the bonds that you form on footy yeah. trips with oh, blokes that you've hardly ever spoken yeah. to uh, become the integral part of going into the next pre-season and beyond. Yeah, I was actually up in uh, Brisbane last weekend and I went to the Gold Coast and went up with Matty Lappin, my little mate, and uh, I call him Fishy because we're in the Greek islands and we're ordering a drink and there was a goldfish and there was a pot with the goldfish in it. It's like a little tank. And he thought it'd be a great idea to scull the water and oh. the fish. Oh, no. Oh. And all these little Greek kids are running around calling him fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> so his nickname was Fishy. So did, did he eat the fish? Yeah, it swallowed it. And then we searched for it for two days. Two days later, it came out. So it was in there for two days. You were scouring his poop. You oh, I, we the roomed poop. together and he'd go to the toilet and I'm like, is it out yet? And he's like, no. Nah. Oh, right. And uh, yeah, two days after, little you've fishy. Got, you've I got the best stories I've ever heard. I can't wait for a call from the RSPCA after this. Hey, Feb, you did just say before, and we have to touch on this, that you're up in Brisbane for the big clash, mm-hmm. the prelim final, the Lions taking on the Blues. 
At the 20-minute mark of the first quarter, like everyone else, did you believe this was happening? Oh, bro, I was thinking Cashies, how good next <laughs> week going to be? I thought we were in. You're 31 points up, 22 inside, 50, kick five goals. Mm. Um, doesn't matter where you're playing, who you're playing. If you're 31 points up in a prelim, you win. You shouldn't lose. Oh, so you, you say sh- you shouldn't lose? You still think they should have won that? Yeah, mate. They kick one more, one or two more goals in that first quarter, and it's uh, game over. They don't come back from that. Um, and they kick one late, and then Ryan Lester. I think he was there when I got draft uh, traded to Brisbane. <laughs> Ryan Lester hasn't kicked a goal since 1950. Um, he snaps one from 50 meters out. Um, they kicked a couple of good goals in that second quarter, and they were coming, and they were in front at halftime. And I literally thought blowout. I thought, yeah. oh, they're going to lose by 40 here. But they were banged up, but they hang on. They hung on and, you know, still halfway through the third, I thought we were a chance. And then uh, it was really flattening when they lost. So, um, yeah, but 31 points up. There were so many Carl supporters there. Jeez, how how cool was the turnout? Well done to the Blues yeah. fans for getting there yeah. in the numbers and they the, did. And the amount it cost Daisy to get up there, you know, the, the, the faithful got up there. And it, the thing that, uh, you know, the start was great, but the, the thing that I loved the most, and Abs, you, I, were you there? Were you up there commentating? You weren't no. up there? Um, I know Jono and Jude were on the, the boundary line because yeah. I saw them, but uh, everyone had gone in after their warm-up and Eric Hipwood was out kicking goals with Joe Danaher and they were the only two having shots and they were sort of kicking it towards the Carlton was sort of covered one side right. of the wing and Brisbane with the other and they were kicking down to the side where most of the Carlton supporters were and they were all boo as they were kicking warm-up shots. Oh, I love that. Boo! And when they miss, yeah! <laughs> Oh, and they great. missed like three in a row each. And I thought to myself, as a player, I'd be going, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. We're at the den, we're at the Gabba, and we're getting booed in a warm-up having shots. And I reckon it rattled them a little bit because then when we run out, we kick five, boom, 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 we're on. Um, and then, yeah, it all went pear-shaped yeah. real, real quick. Well, well done to the Blues, though, because tough, that was tough a, trip home. a tough trip home and a tough way to finish, but a bloody good season considering where they were at round 15. A lot of the talk this week in the preview to the grand final in the lead-up will be about the star from the Pies, Jordan Degoe. Yeah. Everybody believes that this bloke is made for September. We saw it on Friday night last week. What a season Jordan Degoe has had, and I know that we spoke about him on Monday, but that preliminary final performance is one of the best you'll see. 34 touches, 17 contested, 13 clearances, if you do not mind. But it has been a a remarkable turnaround, hasn't it? Jordy Degoe, for so long, for many, many years, was seen as a bit of a bad boy at the yep. Collingwood Football Club. Would he stay? Would he go? Does Collingwood want him to stay? Does he want to stay? But he has, and he's put his head down, and um, he's got to work, and he's reaping the rewards. Yeah, yeah, that was a great game, and I was in the, the airport flying up to Brisbane the next morning, and all the GWS boys were in there, and geez, that was as, they were oh. as flat as a shit card as that. They were just <laughs> moping around, and I saw one of my old coaches, Brett Montgomery, uh, who's an assistant at uh, GWS. Yep. And we were speaking about the game and he spoke about, because we always talk about, you have the week off, you freshen up, and the, normally the team that freshens up wins. Yep. And he said, you know, we'd been playing, we're humming, we're going on adrenaline, we're mo- momentum. And he goes, but Jordan Degoe, he was that fresh. Yeah. Like that week off for him mm. has pretty much won him the game because he won him the game. He was best on ground by that far. And he looked fresh. His body didn't get hit up the week before. He goes in, he harms, he's around the foot, he's strong, no one can stop him. And he was the difference. Mm. He copped some big knocks as well in those mm. first couple of games. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, obviously having having the week off certainly helped him. If you put your Brisbane Lions hat on this weekend, do you tag him? 
Or do you just... You got head. no one to tag him, mate. You go Josh head to Dunkley? head. Josh Dunkley? No, he's too strong for him. You go head to head first up. Yeah. But if, if Dugowie gets off the leash and starts to have a really big impact, maybe it is Josh Dunkley who plays more of that defensive mid-role. Maybe it is Dunkley. I reckon Dunkley has to sit in his pocket for at least the first quarter. Yeah. Get him off the leash at some stage, mm. but don't let him be the difference in a five-goal to one first quarter. Well, no. he had 10 or 11 touches in the first yeah. quarter yeah, in the did. prelim, so, yeah. Mate, you get your worst player, Fags, on your list, pick him, go out, whack him. Take the 12 the weeks bench, and then sub the, the guy weeks, off. Delist him and get a medal. <laughs> Um, the other one, of course, grand final week. All the great stories, but there's also heartbreak. And for one of the Magpies stars who was trying Aww. to get back into the side, Taylor Adams has already been ruled out. Mm. He looked good yesterday morning for well, about five minutes. Yeah. Two parts of this. I like the fact that they've made the call so early in the yeah. week because it would become a distraction. Oh, uh, Max Holmes. Yeah, yeah. And, and all that, you know, the talk will all be about what's going to happen, who's going to come in. If you're not right by Tuesday, you're not going to be right by Saturday. It's not worth the risk. Dan McStay as well. This this nice. is heartbreaking because he's coming up against his old side <laughs> Mate, as well. A double whammy. A you double should have McStayed up in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard that one. Sorry. A mic drop. Mic drop there. But um, there's always some heartbreak, isn't there? So there Taylor is. Adams and, and Dan McStay unfortunately won't be out there running around on the weekend. McStay but will still... be the flattest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave Brisbane, go to Collingwood. They both play each other in a granny. <laughs> He'd be yeah. flatter than Buckley leaving Brisbane. Oh, they're not going to win a flag. I'll go play at Collingwood. <laughs> it gets beaten in two grannies, <laughs> two Brisbane. I, lo- I, love, I love that nothing is lost on you That's and you get so enjoyment stiff, from it. it? Uh, what about the big game? We've spoken to you about it before, Abs, and mm. we'll get another opportunity at some stage to get your tip of who the winner is. We touched on that Monday. Yep. Loosh? Collingwood win. Collingwood win, okay. Easy. How and why? How and why? The defence. Yeah. Um, you know, Danaher's hit and miss. Um, they don't like playing at the G. I think the weather might help Brisbane a little bit, being 30 degrees. Mm. I'll be down the beach house with the uh, the budgies on sitting in the pool with a big screen just going, bang, how good is this? How good is life? <laughs> just um, in with case. With a bucket on my head bucket just head. in case. Very <laughs> good. Swim responsibly. Um, but I think the Collingwood midfield, I think, is better. Yep. Um, even though they've got the Brownlow medalist in there, I think with the Goey, you've got Pangalbury, who's just a seasoned professional who'll get his 2025. 20, then you've got the Dacos on the wing, and then you've got the other Dacos yes. just running around wherever he wants to run around. Uh, you worry about maybe Collingwood's forward line, but I think their forward line, Smalls, Bobby Hill and Elliott, they'll kick multiple goals each. Oh. They're too quick. Lockdown Coleman. Coleman dominated against Jeez, Carlton. That's the best game of footy he's played. Yeah, he's he just put uh, Murphy or someone on him. Yep. Lockdown, you're gone. He won't want to know about it. And all you do is stop uh, Eric uh, the giraffe. He looks like a baby giraffe that's been born, doesn't he? Big wood, hippers. Wood. You know, they just can't run <laughs> the when they run out. It looks like he was going to grow into his body at some point, but I don't think he, he has. has. I think he's just got one of those ribs, yeah. If his name's not Jar Jar Binks, nickname, he looks exactly <laughs> like Jar Jar Binks. Um, and, you know, Danaher and him, they're, they're, they're gettable. Yep. And Darcy Moore will take care of one of them. Game over. I think the the smalls for Collingwood will win it. The midfielders, Dacos, Norm Smith, he'll get thirty five plus. And Dacos, and Dacos will win the Norm Smith. Mm. He'll he'll kick a goal, maybe multiple. He might kick one in junk time just to just to put That's his little okay. tick on the yep. norm. Um, and I think they'll win quite easily. And then you chuck Mason Cox down there, just pinch it, bang. Tools, yeah. goals. I was going to say, who comes in for Dan McStay, though? Is it a, a Johnny Noble, who was very unlucky to miss out, but obviously off half-back, but then they've been playing Will Hoskin Elliott back, so did they put him forward? Well, Johnny, it's, it's 30 degrees. There's not enough banana boat for Johnny Noble. <laughs> um, it's going to be real hot for for a pale-skinned ranger. You know what? I was listening to a radio show on the way here yes. today, I stole that. And Brian Strawn was on said <laughs> program. And Brian Strawn said, and I quote, 
If Johnny Noble plays, there's not enough banana <laughs> boats to go <laughs> around. Not, and you know so good at, you've wandered down yeah. from your studio yeah. at the other end <laughs> and oh, 15 fam. minutes later you have recycled it. Oh, I, did, I did steal that off uh, from Johnny Noble, but I think Jack does Jack Inevan come in? I think Ginny um, plays as the sub again yeah. because he's better on TikTok than a footballer. Yeah, well, debatable. He's good on TikTok. Well, he is good on TikTok. My daughter loves him. She's really? She's Oh, my daughter Lulu. Jack Jack Inevan's my favourite. Everyone loves comes on. When he comes on as a sub, the entire yeah. venue erupts. Who comes in, though, for McStay? I'm really unsure. Mm. I don't think they'll go with a tall like a Frampton. Frampton I no. think you'd probably be happier playing a small, or if a Frampton does come in, it'll be purely to play a role on a Harris Andrews. Mm. Yeah. You'd have to play Noble. I think Noble comes Speed. in and, and move Speed. Will Hoskin Elliott back forward. Speed yeah. and pressure on the ball is yeah. the key. 18. I think pie's easy, though. Pie's easy for you, Fair Vab. You're still in the. I'm still with the pies, but I'm. Um, it's a genuine toss of the coin for oh, me. Looking forward to this. Hey, team, thank you very much for coming in today. You've both been yeah. outstanding. Loosh, you look after yourself this week. Weekend, swim responsibly, Abs. You have a great week doing whatever you are doing. Most of it involves cash. If you've got a question for us, get on the Instagram at footy talk underscore pod, TikTok at footy talk pod. Tomorrow on Triple M, 12 to 1, and the podcast on Listener App, Daisy Thomas, that's me, and he's sure with more previews of what's been a massive week. No doubt there'll be more news knocking around. Hang around. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Footy Talk Podcast. Listener.